It's the Wayne Coito Show. And the music nicely fades out. Thank you, music. Um, shockingly, I don't have an engineer, so I pulled it off myself, that little fade. But uh, here at Hawaii Sports Fans, we are about doing the work and putting in all the hard things like having to go to club seats at SoFi and enjoy you know, the amenities and accoutrements that, you know, you, one might find in what is called or being called the greatest stadium in the world. And I'm going to talk about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to talk about uh, my experience there at SoFi. Uh, as you know, Hawaii sports fans, we have some seats in the club right next to the visitor's tunnel, which is perfect. So if your team is playing the Rams, you can come sit in our seats, get VIP entry, sit in the club. You might get some sushi like I did, which is pretty good, actually. And I saw them hand-rolling it, and they were speaking Japanese together, everybody back there. So if we just want to taste, just test the authenticity. And, of course, you know, um, I, I, uh, I, we, we expect a certain quality. And, of course, this is L.A. too. So, um, so I will talk about that and and why that experience at SoFi Stadium, that experience, which I talk about, because this is what we are providing at LA, at um, Hawaii sports fans, not just, uh, you know, that we're selling something. I hate, to, I really hate selling things. I'm gonna tell you that right off the bat. One thing about when you are trying to do something on your own like this is selling. And uh, all of my tours sell themselves. You know, all of our tours sell themselves, really. I believe so. I mean, we've gone over 20, it's our 10th year of doing them. And I don't do them that often because they're really hard to pull off, first of all. I mean, there's a lot that goes into them. There's a lot of my personal finances as well. You know, as somebody that founded this company, everything that I put into this company is on me. And I really want the best for everyone. I want everyone to have that experience that I've had. And, um, you know, if it's, I have to do the hard job, like have that experience ahead of time, then I guess I'll do it. Uh. So, so far, uh, I got to sit in our seats, had a few guests as well. And I'll talk about, um, you know, is it the greatest state in the world? Um, spoiler, it probably is. I've, I've seen a lot of it. And the NFL has built a structure right next to it. And that, that whole complex is being set up for the future. And that's why at Hawaii Sports Fans, we're looking into the future. And we're looking at what uh, the trends are in sports. And for sure, it's in uh, these big, beautiful, um, new type of facilities. Um, and if you're at Hawaii, even at that, that college level, even at the mid-major college level, even at whatever level, the high school level, you want to build a facility that's commensurate with, you know, your fans having the best experience possible. And, of course, it's tiered in a way where some people are paying more, some people are paying less. You're paying additionally for a certain experience. And um, I can tell you, I, I, I'll be honest, I have not yet sat in um, – the high heavens of SoFi. I'm not sure if I'll ever make it up there um, to, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm sure I, I will make it up there eventually, but um, probably when I go earlier to the game, and that's a good thing. When you're in the club, you can get anywhere above you, basically anywhere. The only place that you really can't get when you're in the club is those people that are below and those cabanas, which are amazing, and I would love to do one day as well. And those people actually below can see like the the teams walk through after the game and stuff so that's really cool but you get to see the team walk out and holler at them before they go back into the tunnel and that's the thing that's great about where our seats are at SoFi it keeps out <sighs> I said this before but I don't want to offend anybody because you shouldn't be offended if you you know if you don't accept that label but if you are riffraff you may not have the best <laughs> you may not okay for a I, there was a fight. I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, I didn't realize that that many people had seen it. I saw it because it was, it was close to me. It was in the end zone next to where I was. I was in the club. But these people were in the general seating area where these kind of things happen more frequently, much more frequently. And that's just facts. So, um, you know, because those kind of areas, um, you know, there are a lot of people, first of all, that are drinking a lot more, consuming a lot more alcohol. And I'm not saying like, People aren't drinking a bunch of in the club. I mean, look at that fancy. If you're watching our our uh, live stream, you see that fancy champagne bar that they have at SoFi as well. And um, that's a part of it all. But, 
you know, you don't got to be bougie, but you can still be respectful any part of the stadium that you're in. Uh, but sometimes uh, you, you just find people that are just there to have more of a good time and enjoy what they have in the club, like the cushion seats that are wider than the plastic hard ones that are, you know, in the rest of the stadium. And um, maybe that was what was frustrating these people. I'm not going to show you the video of the, the blows because I'm not that type. You can go look for it on Twitter if you want. But I do have the bloody aftermath. And I don't say bloody like how, you know, English people say bloody. But actually, speaking of British and English, I'm going to make the connection right there and talk about uh, Hard Knocks. Because if you're watching Hard Knocks uh, on HBO, which is a great platform, um, they are featuring the Dallas Cowboys. And one of their defensive assistant coaches is from London. And it's hilarious when he talks. It's, it's, it's so fun uh, to hear him. But that's I want to talk about that too because I think Hard Knocks is great and it shows you, it really humanizes you know, the players and the game and the NFL and how it's, um, you know, how it's connecting with fans in a different way. And, and that fan experience is what's important. Um, and thinking ahead at that fan experience of what could possibly happen uh, when you're sitting in the wrong area. And fights happen at every stadium, not just at SoFi. It's just sad that the first game they ever had fans back. And we've seen fan, we've seen ruckus fan behavior in a lot of um, places with fans coming back in the NBA, particularly in NBA. And when I went to Europe, I saw it at the Euro Cup. I mean, there's a lot of hooliganism, people throwing things in the field, which I'm not cool with which is kind of a soccer thing in the in Europe and other places. But I don't like that because, you know, athletes are not like zoo animals. And zoo animals are not like zoo animals in that way. Zoo animals should be respected as well. So I'm not saying the zoo animals shouldn't be. But they're not just there to be observed and to be taunted. They're there to, um, you know, to to show something for or to provide a, to provide something to you, a service, uh, something that, um, you know, you're paying for as well. Yes, but that doesn't give you the right to um, start, you know, throwing blows or whatever. I don't know what started it. Ironically, in the video, those people were wearing the same jersey. Like, they're both sh sharing Rams jersey. Um, hi, Jasmine. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Sean. Hi, Brad. Saying hi to everybody on Facebook. If you're listening to us on Facebook or watching on Facebook, mahalo for joining us. Join us in the comments if you have any questions. Uh, we want to talk about this upcoming football and football season. I have a big week coming up. I want to talk about that as well because we have another preseason game at SoFi. We have the Raiders are playing there this week against the Rams. If you want to be at that game, let me know. I can help you uh, get to those seats maybe even. If you want to sit in those club seats and try it out, because this is a good time. I'm going to let you know this is a good time in the preseason to try out these seats because they're considerably less expensive. Um, and that's, you know, for good reason. The regular season is much different. And SoFi um, clearly didn't show up regular season ready. And that's something I put on the Rams too in the organization. And, you know, there were just some things that probably, you know, around the stadium that I saw, like that being very nitpicky, obviously, but seeing like monitors broken. Like, it's the first game. Like nothing should be broken. Everything should be working at high capacity. And this is uh, obviously it's not the first event. They had concerts. They had all kinds of stuff. Uh, some of you have probably even been to SoFi already um, to an actual event. Um, but uh, I think those things are, will get better. And there are a lot of complaints from fans. And the, the, the Rams deserve that. You got to have a good product. Um, but some people, you know, when there's hooliganism around them or fans beating the crap out of each other, they take advantage of all the eyes on them. And such did this guy who had a sign that said, bring back golf, which was hilarious. I don't know. Do you think he's serious? I mean, pretty sure he's not. Not that Matthew Stafford got a chance to go in the field. But and like I said, I've said this before, I do really like golf. And it's funny because obviously I'm wearing the Rams. I'm going to support us Hawaii sports fans and we have these Rams tickets. I'm supporting the Rams when they're not playing the Chiefs, obviously the Chiefs. But I'm very invested in the Rams in terms of all the games I've gone to since they've come to L.A. And this is a team that I followed when, um, you know, the NFL came here. And I, I just love the NFL, obviously. I love going to Super Bowls no matter who's in it. Pay big money to see teams that I have no, you know, desire to, uh, to be a, a fan of. But I'll cheer for one of them, like – and I wore that Seahawks jersey at 49. Oh, I can't live that one down. But uh, I just didn't want the Patriots to win. And I thought that was going to be my only Super Bowl ever. So that's why I wore the Seahawks. And I even said, see. And then people said, Hawks. So, yeah, that was semi-hooliganism for Seattle Seahawks fans, I guess. But nonetheless, being a fan at SoFi will be fun, whether you're on the opposing team or the, or the home team. And uh, Hawaii 
our football team might be playing there as well because uh, there's going to be a Los Angeles Bowl featuring the Mountain West champion, I, I believe, against the Pac West fourth or fifth place team. So, um, you know, it'll be cool to see uh, UH in that stadium. And I'll have access to those tickets as well. I'll be one of the first to access those, um, you know, here at Hawaii Sports Fans. So hopefully we'll stay tuned for that. But uh speaking of hawaii sports fans in our tours we do have a few spots left the tour is just about closed but i i am last minute i am on hawaiian time a lot except when i need to be somewhere for a business or a game i try not to miss those things so that's basically everything all right so i'm on time most of the time but i am on hawaiian time sometimes when it comes to you know just putting off that project or putting off something that you you is hanging over your head so a lot of us have that feeling and some of you may be uh, when it comes to, man, I really want to go to this UCLA game or this trip, this trip, and you've been thinking about it and you've been thinking about it. I'm holding out for those people. See, I am one of the friends of those people because I understand. Okay, last minute, it runs in our blood. And, um, you know, uh, it is, it's a part of, um, you know, uh, it's normal to be last minute. So I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to, let anybody out. I'm actually love when people call and say, can I get on the tour or have time or can I get into this? I, I'm always willing to try and work with somebody because I'm excited to speak with people and interface with potential clients, you know, p potential people I can see what I see. And I'm really excited about this Dodgers game that I ha we have coming up. And that's next week, Friday on the tour. But I got a big week. Like I said, I got the Ram we got the Raiders game versus the Rams on Saturday. Could join me for that in our Hawaii Sports Fans Club seats. Uh, Tuesday, we got the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge. I'm excited. That was be the first time I'll ever go to that. I'll be able to sit in the supporter section, which is where my LAFC support section is. Um, and then on Wednesday is the MLS All-Star Game. So my first All-Star Game at the MLS. I've already been to Major League Baseball All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby. And then never to NBA All-Star Game. Maybe we'll have to do that. Those are really expensive. I've obviously been to the Pro Bowl a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we need it back in Hawaii. That the Pro Bowl is what weaned us. And, you know, a lot of us um, ran up for autographs, me and Brad and, you know, Sean, we all know hanging out at Aloha Stadium. And, you know, that's what set the fire for me. And that's why I love doing, you know, NFL type things anywhere in the world, whether it's my team or not. So that's why Hawaii sports fans is Hawaii sports fans. We're just fans of sports. We're fans of seeing other people even happy and other people having a good time. So that's really fun. So even if you're not a Dodgers fan, you're going to have an amazing time at this Dodgers game. Uh, you'll see the defending world champs. Max Scherzer has been playing really good. Um, you know, and you'll be able to uh, hopefully see him in pitching. But if not, the Dodgers are, have, are so loaded. They literally have four Cy Youngs and four, MV and four MVPs on their team. Um, it's a ridiculous roster. But... You know, the, the, the Dodgers are can put on a show and definitely hit a bunch of home runs. That's the fun part because we're sitting in the home run seats in box D and left center. We can squeeze you in if you still want to get there. I've made some offers to some people I know that are listening. So um, come sit with us. We'll have food. We'll have drinks. We'll have um, – that's non-alcoholic kind for that one. But that's a part of that stadium experience. And um, someone who – I just got a text before the show from, from Warren who's coming on our tour. Warren's been on five tours or six with – five, I think, believe – I believe with us already and he was texting about going to city field and what seats he was into and you know or what seats would be good for the price range he was looking at and that's a good thing about the good and bad thing about variable costs of of of, of stadiums right just like going on an airplane everybody understands price discrimination is what we would call it in the economics world right where somebody pays more than somebody else but if you can match that experience if you can regardless of where you're sitting regardless of of you know how much you pay you get it's a it's a good deal if you understand what makes you happy at a game you know what bring you know some people just really like to go for the beer this isn't i know hold on to your chairs this is going to shock you but some people just want to go for the alcohol um which is you know fine you know if people just want to go because being at a baseball game in particular is so fun for conversationalists and people who just like enjoy the ambiance and they don't have to be super locked into the game. Like at football, it's hard to, I don't like, kind of get people annoyed when people talk to me. Like, don't you know there's a football game going on? Like every play matters. Um, not that every pitch doesn't matter in baseball. I mean, if you're in Japan or in Korea, they're cheering every pitch. So they're into it every single time. And I love that apart, that baseball experience as well. So, you know, back to that experience, I, I'm hoping that we can get some people. I know that this pandemic has 
uh, really caused issues. It caused issues for me. I want to be honest. I mean, it's it's hard to keep Hawaii sports fans going. It, it's in, it's really hard. And um, and this is our tenth year of doing this, and I'm proud of the the progress that we've made. But it's it's difficult. It's not it's not easy. It's fun though. Obviously, this is why I did it. It's really fun. That's why I chose to do it. But just like anything else, you know, I, I'm, it's affected by you know things like the a pandemic or you know whatever people people um you know are are struggling so sean says the struggle is real he typed that so i can't sense the sarcasm but even where i'm sitting i can probably feel a little bit of it because yes it is fun and it is great but um i really want people to come and do this like really you, it's hard to do these things by yourself this is why i'm doing it it's hard to me to do because I'm a, I'm a solo traveler myself, right? Like when I went to Europe this last trip, I went by myself. I don't go with people. I like to go to things by myself. I like to go to games by myself. So I know when people tell me, oh, like I can do that by myself. Like I go for it. Like that's cool. Like that's what I do myself. I go by myself. But these kind things, like group kind things, are only possible with groups unless you're super rich and can afford like an entire box. Like we're getting a box of two games, two boxes. And um, I'm not rich, but I'm, you know, I'm the one that's going to uh, and Hawaii Sport Fans, the one's going to bankroll it for you. So you're guaranteed that experience and we're guaranteed that experience, too. But at what cost? And that's the difference. And I want to be that's that's me just being straight up and honest with you guys. It's it's these are hard things to come by. Yes. I've been into boxes for free when when, you know, I've been invited with companies or whatever. So that's not something that I'm saying you're never going to experience. But. When we when we do it as a group and we do it together, we do it, you know, um, we make it special. And I, I'm loving this Dodger game because also the LAFC night, and I got the LAFC promo item, which I had to get extra and special and tack on. Um, but I, I think it's gonna add so much to that experience. Is having this LAFC night, my my team, blocking it right here, my flag behind me. But um, you know, that's what is um is is on the table if you if you want it or if you're in the la area um and then we are going to see angels in the suite as well we're going to see a major league or a minor league game um hisportsfans.com go check it out uh, like i said it's all about the fan experience and i want to deliver that for you so if you have a chance to be in la
Can hear me now. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened with the audio, but um, uh, I should be back on now. And that video was actually after the game, and that was me talking about, um, you know, kind of the difference in atmosphere. It was really cool in SoFi for, you know, the first game, but the regular season is really going to be a really cool difference, I think, in, you know, how the game goes. But thanks for those that, um, let me know about the sound going off. Uh, <clears throat> I have no idea what happened. So uh, it's back now. But that game, uh, Hawaii game, is going to be a um, against UCLA next week is also um, something that is going to probably a lot of local LA Hawaii fans, and that we'll see a bunch of you there. So let me know if you're going to be there in the comments. I know some of you have already planned on being there. Um, I know Ricardo. See Ricardo in the comments. Ricardo texted me. I'm sorry yeah, about the audio, so thanks, Ricardo. But Ricardo will be there at the Dodger game, LAFC night, so it's it's good. Um, he says, it sucks I can't go to the UCLA versus Hawaii game. Yeah, I wish you could go. It's going to be a fun game. And, you know, with Hawaii not being able to play UCLA last year, um, I think it's uh, going to be – it might be a good thing for UH because I think having that extra year to be much more competitive because UCLA is obviously a great – they're loaded with, with talent. So um, I think Hawaii can beat them. And I think, um, you know, I don't know if, what the the line is for the game now, but I think Hawaii – I mean, being on the road obviously too is going to be rough. But I think under Coach Graham and what the, where the team was trending, especially having Calvin come back, uh, I, I definitely see that as a game that's very winnable for Coach Graham to beat a Pac-12 team on the road. And to do it um, you know, against UCLA and the Rose Bowl would be really cool to see Hawaii do that. So um, I know if you're a UCLA fan, you're like, boo, shut up. But that'd be really cool. And you know, for teams that like us who uh, all of our you know, big wins kind of stand alone in history because they don't happen that often, right? It's like... For UH football, when we when we go back and and think about you know some of the bigger wins, I mean we still go back to wins in like the 70s and like 50s against Nebraska. You know it's like when you are a smaller program, those bigger wins kind of st stand out more. And this would be a big win, um, just because uh, Hawaii and UCLA don't play that often, and it would be huge to do it at the Rose Bowl. So. Hopefully we see a bunch of you there. Uh, I know that California just instituted again the masks, so you can see me wearing a mask uh, in the in the the Rams the Rams mask over there and my Rams um, before we walked into SoFi. So they weren't um, very vigilant of the of the <laughs> of the the masks over there. So I thought that was um, because when during like the Super Bowl. Or other games that I went to where you had to wear a mask, like Angels games, or whenever in the early when the pandemic was still okay. The pandemic is raging still. What am I saying? Okay, so earlier uh, when they were letting people in slowly, trickling people in, they were becoming they were a lot more aggressive with telling people to wear masks. And by they, I mean like ushers and and that's at just my general observation from stadiums. So I think that that might have they might start getting more strict maybe with the ushers um on, on people but i know that that's one thing in california i, I as for people asking about whether california is going to shut down because in hawaii i know we're always talking about a shutdown or we're talking about um you know how uh the governor or whatever we we don't know what he could do or possible i think i'm a little bit more confident that in california um at least there won't be any major changes uh, other than the the mask mandate. But uh, so for those that were on the fence, you know, there's still time to come, and you can um, always make that that um, 
you know, choice because there's all these planes now carrying all these tourists to our island. So might as well jump on one of those planes back to the mainland and um, claim some space back on the mainland by attending games and sitting in private boxes with Hawaii sports fans. Uh, but that's next week. So I'm super excited about it. And, you know, even without with the pandemic, I think uh, the sports experience is still high and it's still something that um, is worth, um, you know, going to and, and making the most of. And last year, especially having people sit in home all year, it, it's a good time to be able to um, get back to the stadium. So hopefully we can do that in L.A. and um, L.A. be a base for Hawaii for a long time, not just with the Rose Bowl playing UCLA, but playing in the Los Angeles Bowl every December against a Pac-12 team. Maybe UCLA, maybe USC. Who knows? That would be uh, crazy. Hawaii versus USC in the LA Bowl. That's another thing, too, because I think uh, it doesn't matter. Whoever's in the that bowl game, which, you know, if it's like a UCLA or USC, if they finish in like the fourth or fifth area or even like Berkeley or like, um, you know, Stanford or something, those would all be major draws, I think, to that stadium. So um, that would be cool for UH to play one of those teams at the LA Bowl. That would be really cool. I think that would be a decent draw. Um, you know, just because, I mean, the Las Vegas Bowl obviously was uh, always a good draw. I never got to go to it at Sam Boyd, but obviously it's a much smaller stadium. But that's going to be that same vibe, Pac-12 versus Mountain West Champ, and it could be UH, hopefully. I think this, this squad will be a good team, and I think that Coach um, Graham is confident, and I believe in his confidence. You know, the way he's, he doesn't say it, he says it. You know, coaches you want to be, you have to be confident anyway. So it's not like he's you know, shockingly confident, but it also um, seems justifiable in, in what he talks about in terms of the upgrades on certain units and being high on like the linebacker union and talking about them. And you hear a lot of the same themes when he talks <clears throat> and he's, he's pretty open. So that's one good thing. And um, if you want to hear more about UH or uh, you can also, also listen to our new podcast called the rainbow wrap up. We've already done for two weeks. And by we, I mean, me and Sean Iman, I brought our guest Sean Iman on, our super fan, uh, UH super fan. So we're going to have uh, someone else tomorrow. I think our own Lao Lao Head will be joining us tomorrow. So we're going to record. We always record on, on Thursdays. It's not live um, because it's a podcast. So it's just full podcast, no live stream, just so you guys can listen to us maybe on your morning commute to work on Fridays. Um, but that's something to find at the Hawaii Sports Fans channel on Spotify, Apple, audible um wherever you get your podcasts and um, i don't want to be that person like podcasts but this is really fun to have a podcast too and I, I have turned this into a podcast because i think it has been it's 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 a lot different to connect with people via podcasts and it's a lot softer I, I and, and by softer i mean like it can be intense like having this visual and then like seeing me like be visual because like i can get intense so I think like when it's just my voice and maybe some music and some sound clips, it's just like easier to have on in the background. So, um, but you can watch as well. You can just watch the YouTube and play that. So there's, that's that. But having the podcast makes it easier. If you have an app that you use all the time, just look for the Hawaii sports fans channel. We already have this show. And then we have, now we said the rainbow wrap up. I want to bring back the real ones podcast where we tackle one issue. We talked about the UCF thing with, um, <clears throat> Mackenzie Milton and how, you know, UCF, you know, having now that I've visited UCF myself, went there when I was there at the Pro Bowl, went to Orlando and visited the campus in Central Florida. I got to see for myself, you know, why this this program is so attractive, UCF, to a lot of people, because um, they really get it in a lot of ways at UCF. And, and, you know, it's Florida in the South. So, like, obviously, football is not it's going to be hard to get people to want to be um, to invest in football. But you know, they have the hula bowl now. So like, they're like basically trying to be Hawaii and they put Hawaii in their Twitter handle, their Twitter bio even. And, um, I, I don't love that. That's what they're doing, but I think it's bold of them as, as like a marketing decision ploy to go after Hawaii and Hawaiian kind things. And now they're opening, they're building a, um, lazy river for their club people. See that that's a, that's the next step club. I was like, okay, this is the best part right here. This lazy river. Uh, I mean, they're in the middle of Orlando. Orlando's like not even like, you know, Orlando's in the middle of like Florida. It's not, it's, it's obviously central Florida, but I mean, it's not like far from the, the coast, but it's not like, co it's not like that close. So 
it really that beachy vibe they generate they create that on their campus in the middle of orlando you know so it's 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 deliberate it's how you market yourself it's how you tell people i want you to be a fan of our team and i want you to come to the games and i'm going to give you an experience that you're going to remember and tell your friends about and that's that's the last part is more important because you can can always control the wins and losses but if you are the home team you can at least control how your fans interact with the stadium crew with you as the players and make that experience um you know uh, something that's even more special or you can just build a giant stadium and have people sitting in the in high heaven which is fine as well i i as i was sitting in sofi i was like looking at the top so let's do the good okay i talked about the good the bad and the ugly and the wow so the good is um everything seemed to to go smoothly at least with the uh, digitals because that was something like how intense they're putting up stats and they're putting up um you know all these different montages so that's engaging right that's a part of the experience right looking up at that at that screen plus it's like um it's shaped very interestingly. So I'm looking at the, the the inside ring as well because I was in a club down. So when I look up, I'm looking at the inside ring. So other people are looking at the outside ring. So it's the inside and outside. And um, <clears throat> just all the space that they have on there, they can provide so much more in-game info and have so much more. Like they had a pre-game uh, before the game that had like pre-packaged things. And yes, I, I get on Aloha Stadium because it's ridiculous to play pre-packaged commercials. But you can play pre-packaged content that everybody can watch together that sounds good, first of all, and that's important. That's another big issue with the little stadium that we had was um, like the sound was always like over-modulated or something. It was like way too like scratchy or something. So obviously SoFi, great audio, better. It's a billion, several, several billion dollar stadium. So that's a, that's a part of the good for sure. Um, that whole looking up there, that is a wow thing to me. Looking at that screen, looking at the um, the roof above it. And speaking of, you know, the roof. So first of all, I think in a roof, I think a roof is important for every stadium. I, I have, you know, been to my fair share of games below freezing and for being a Hawaiian and Islander and sticking it out. And I am totally for roofs, at least having a roof, if not fully enclosed. So, SoFi is not f fully enclosed. There's a roof. So, there's a roof. And then, like, around the building, there's all these, like, you know, architectural um, side things that, um, you know, are um, going to be, you know, uh, things, places that people can hang out at. Sorry, I got a text. I'm wondering what where my my audio is, um, if it's okay. But everybody says it's good now. Um, no, but that's it, it. Allows for some breeze, which was interesting. So like later in the game, there was like some heavy breeze that came in. So it comes in through like the side and everything, and it it you can feel it. And like a lot of people are like, where did that come from? Because it, it feels like, you know, the way that it it pierces, it, it just kind of like snakes through all the like open areas in the um, outside part of the stadium because the stadium basically, or, or at the very top um, behind, uh, you know, where the, those beaches are up there, there's probably a more open air area. So it's probably, it might be a little bit colder over there. I don't know. Um, but I felt climate controlled to me. I wore shorts. Some of you know that even though I went to college and like, you know, New York, and I spend time, like I said, at at a lot of um, you know stadiums that are um, really cold and games that are really cold. I'm still uh, island boy, and I always get cold. And I actually wasn't cold, so it was like a good temperature, probably like high 60s or something, low 70s. Like it was a solid, and you know that's it's not always going to be that way. It, it clearly the outside has an effect on the inside temperature, and I and the the they have ways to modulate it, um, the temperature inside, and to keep climate control. But it'll be interesting if when if the sun sun is ever shining really direct, because at one o'clock in the afternoon, you're gonna have it's gonna be different from a seven o'clock at Saturday night. And this upcoming preseason game on Saturday is also at seven o'clock. So you really don't get a feel for what the regular season game 
terms temperature wise will be like um so that's what uh that was a good and the wow um a part of the bad I, I mean to be quite honest i saw some um and it should be fixed by next game but i saw like escalators that were down and you know just general things that yes will happen when you have way more people coming into the turnstiles but so far they did have a lot of staff they had tons of people around and a lot of people that, that were helpful and it seemed like they hired a lot of people a lot of locals like you know and that's that's a commitment that a lot of these projects make right is to staff with uh people that live in the area which is really important because they this thing gargantuan thing is in their backyard so um you know a lot of residents uh or a, a lot of people were um standing around that you could ask questions to but still uh i i think that the team underrated a preseason game which a lot of nfl teams do they're just like yeah whatever it's preseason but you i i, I think for the first game I, I expected there to be more fanfare and i know that the rams want to really make that first regular season game against the bears if you want to go that game let me know september 12th um you know, they want to make that the special one. And, of course, that's going to be the major special one. That's the first regular season game with fans. But this was the first game period with fans for NFL uh, and for the Rams, the, you know, the host, the, the team that owns the whole stadium. So I definitely anticipated there being a little bit more fanfare. And it was cool. I mean, they had most of the things working. But there wasn't any, there wasn't any like, celebrations in the way, like, when the Rams had their first game. And that's what was cool. When the Rams had their first game in LA, and that was five years ago, and they played uh, the Cowboys in the Coliseum, and there were like 91,000 people. I mean, that was crazy. And it was so hot. Oh, my gosh. I remember that day. But that was cool. And there was a lot of fanfare. And that was because, obviously, the NFL coming back to LA was a big deal. Um, and, and that was cool. And that's why I was like, oh, I'd love to support the you know the Rams as another team, uh, you know, especially because I'm, I'm in LA. And I want to watch football. Um, can't do the Chargers because they're in the same division as the Chiefs. It's a little too close for comfort. But um, having you know another team, having a team to support was cool. Especially you know like growing up on in a place like Hawaii where we couldn't go to a pro game. We couldn't just get in a car and drive to a pro stadium. So I always I always am thankful for that. Being from Hawaii, every time I get in a, a car to drive to LAFC game, to the Bank of California Stadium, or to Staples Center, to Angel Stadium, to Dodger Stadium. I was like, wow, I get to just jump in my car and do this. And now going to SoFi, it's like even closer for me. I'm like, wow, I'm going to an NFL, like the best NFL stadium. And it's really close. So um, I think that's a really cool thing about, uh, you know, bringing back football to L.A. Obviously having two teams now, it's crazy. And then you basically have three teams in L.A. because the Raiders have basically the most fans in Los Angeles. So uh, it is a heavy market already. It's crowded, but. I think that the Chargers are a good team, and I think the Chargers are, are trending upwards. So I wouldn't be shocked if um, they end up being really successful. But building their fan base is tricky because the Rams are having trouble building their fan base. I mean, they're lucky that they have a lot of the fans, first of all, from who do remember them. Like they grew up with the Rams back in the day, and they're like true LA stock. So they got it. They've always been into the Rams, you know. But you know, you have a lot of people like me, like second team fans, where like we we have another team, but. Um, you know, I, I'm a fan of the Rams. I go to the games. I cheer for them because it's fun to go to games and cheer for a team. But, uh, you know, I want to um, – for them to, to grow the Rams, they, they have to be creative like that. They can't just rely on the older fans or second – or, or, you know, newer fans. They have to get teams – you know, maybe fans that like other teams too or something and come in. I know, like, even for the Chargers, like I say, like I think the Chargers are a great second team for people that – um, you know, especially that's a weird thing. Having Chargers and Raiders, so many Raiders fans here is just like being in the AFC West together. That's that's the hard part because like you can you could be a Raider. I know the Raiders fans are gonna get mad, but you can be a Raiders and Rams fan. Like that's not a big deal uh, to me. I first of all, I I'm a fan of football. I'm a fan of sports, so I, I always go back to the top. Having a personal connection to a team is different, and when I say it's personal connection, I mean like you're going to cry when they win or lose. Maybe not cry. Okay, that could just be me and some other people. I've seen other people do. But, I mean, you can't – picking a team like – I probably not, like the Rams, I was there when they lost Super Bowl 53, and I was like, oh, God, that was terrible. Um, I wasn't going to cry. I was just like, oh, well, whatever. And I was like 10 to 3. They couldn't even score touchdowns. And I was like, what the heck? I couldn't even score a touchdown. Come on, Rams. 
fast forward to, you know, seeing the Chiefs win, and I was like, this is what I was waiting for, and I love it so much, and I was crying. Obviously, it's, that is my team. And then seeing the Chiefs lose the next year, crying again because I was sad that the Chiefs lost and they're my team. Uh, but also understanding that, you know, that's that that's why it's my team. That's the difference. And I'm like, you know, some people can just jump on a bandwagon. Sure. But if they're not personally affected, you're not really a fan. You know, it's like, um, so that's why when I talk about teams that personally affect me, teams that could make me angry or something, um, you know, there's not too many teams like that. But, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't want to be negative around my team too. I want to be positive around my team all the time. You know, and I, we're starting to see negativity around like LAFC because LAFC has been losing. We've been losing some games that, should have been winnable and losing and especially in soccer when you can tie and you can get at least one point but to lose oh yeah that sets you back so um you how fans react also you have some uncouth fans so i'll show you the <laughs> i'll show you the video oh okay here's the picture of the guy that says bring back golf and people are talking about him outside too they're like did you see that picture of the guy that had the bring back golf sign <laughs> I like golf, but I wouldn't bring it back if I were the Rams. And nobody would, let's be honest. But so in the end zone next to me were these people over here. And, you know, it is what it is. It just is what it is. I'm not going to glorify it, but here is um, some of You can hear the fans. You can see the guy. There's kind of like blood on his face. I don't want to be all faces of death over here, but that's the guy that was in the middle of it. And actually, I saw another angle where that guy, kind of in the beginning, it was a lady that was behind those people. So that guy, like, basically got, was taunting one guy and then got jumped by that guy and his friends. But it was after a woman that was behind that group threw, like, a soda at him. And then he got crazy. Um, I don't like fighting. I am a, I'm a peaceful lover. So I think that we shouldn't have fighting. We should just be... Um, you know, but <laughs> if that's not the thing that caused most people's attention at the preseason game, I'd be lying because that literally got everybody on their feet. Um, and that that shouldn't be something at a game that, uh, that should be around anybody because, first of all, it's scary and it's unsafe. You never know what you're going to happen. There's kids around there. Um, and that's a good thing about sitting in like a place like the club. And I'm going to say this again. I mean, it is, that's another part of the investment. Sitting in a place that you know is not going to be, um, it's not going to have too many crazy people that want to fight. And uh, it's just what happens in cheaper seats. That's just period. And this is coming from somebody that sat in his fair share of cheap seats for a long time and still do a lot, all the time. Um, the hooligans are in those kind of areas. So if you want to avoid that, you know, um, that's why it's a good idea to sit in places that are. Um, you know, people are a little bit more couth usually. So I don't know what happened to my champagne video. Where did my champagne video go? I was going to show you the champagne room. But anyway, so what's crazy about that fight as well is like it was like two, I'm assuming Rams fans because both, both, all of those people are wearing Rams gear, which is another thing. It's like you're fighting with your own team. Um, that's even worse than fighting with the opposing team during a preseason game. Well, fighting period is not great. Uh, but at a preseason game, it's kind of funny how people are like taking it super serious. Like, ah, oh, it's like, I'm not even paying attention. Like the final score was 13 to six. Like the quarterback threw like two interceptions in the goal line. Like these are just, this is like glorified division and you know, not even the best division one. It's, it's I don't even call it the best. It's like, because the players are still like learning how to play with each other as well. So um, you're, you're just seeing a lot of sloppiness, but, uh, it was still really exciting, and you could see a lot of the players. I saw them come out of the tunnel, and after the game, you can, you know, where I was, um, and you can see the players. You can walk down to the front row and call them, and I saw some players throwing things up. So that's a lot of cool part of the experience as well that um, you wouldn't get. In some stadiums, you can sneak around. Um, if you go to Dodger Stadium a lot, you know that Dodgers is a very restrictive stadium. It's like whatever section you go into, you basically are restricted to that section, which is fine because that's what you paid for that's the ticket you paid for but you know some stadiums they're a lot more lax and you can walk around but SoFi is going to be a little bit harder I know there are some people saying they snuck down to the club for this game but 
Probably later in the game you could have. I mean, it, it was a preseason. They were a little bit more lax, but there's a lot of more bells and whistles and checkpoints to get by to get down to like that club level. So um, it's all a part of that SoFi experience that um, if you want to have when you come to L.A., you, you know, you choose just like you go to any stadium. You, The seat itself is not the experience. It's the, everything else around it, like going into the VIP entry, parking in the green lot, which I have a... a you know, a pass for that you'll get um, when you do the Hawaii sports fan seats. You know, it's convenient. It's just right there, and you just drive in and drive off. I mean, Inglewood, you're not going to really find I – mean, you can find street parking in Inglewood. Like, I, there was a lot in the neighborhood that I passed by. Um, I, I don't know if I'd want to leave my car. not Just because, like, there were signs everywhere that said, do not park your car here. So that's another reason that I wouldn't want to park my car, especially if they're kind of – people know that you're going to the game. Um, you know, like around the Coliseum – there's, you don't see those signs, but yeah, my catalytic converter may or may not have been almost stolen. So sometimes you got to watch where you park. And that's why it's good to park right there at the stadium. And that's what you're going to get. If you come with Hawaii sports fans and um, sit in our SoFi Stadium seats. Aaron says, my friends have season tickets for Chargers at SoFi and their seats were covered in cobwebs for the first preseason game. You know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was because... My seat was a little dusty. It, you can tell it's like if nobody was sitting there yet, like those seats have been installed probably – those seats have been installed over a year ago because the stadium was already p done, pow. I was going to say the stadium was pow already. The stadium was done uh, over a year ago already. It's been done. So like all of those seats were screwed in. Everything, everything like basically just went dark because there were no fans and there were no – you know, they didn't have to really use any of those seats. So I can see that. But, yeah, it was disappointing. That I was like, wipe the seats down. Like, how easy would it not have been? And, I, you know, a lot of it what I'm see, hearing is like, oh, it's preseason. It's preseason. So that's, you know, you got to, you got to, um, yeah. You got to you gotta still show up so far and, and do the seats. Get the cobwebs off. Um, Brad says, I'm always there virtually. Yes, you can always join us online. We want to do a special thing with our tour soon. So maybe in the near future, we'll, we really want to, I want to organize a lot of people, you know, a club and Brad's doing some of that. And that's why he is a sponsor. He's a part sponsor of today's show and tomorrow's, we're going to say the rainbow because Brad at Oahu sports fans go and check him out because he's always looking for a game to go to on Oahu and tried to get into a women's soccer game at UH Manoa was turned away. Uh, but Brad, that's how hardcore he is. He's already out there trying to get to a game. And a lot of, I know a lot of you are Jones in out there for some UH sports. So just be careful and, you know, know that, um, a lot of these people who tell you to go away probably will remember you because they're not a lot of UH fans. So <laughs> if you think they're going to forget you, they'll remember you. Um, and Brad also says, go Chargers. I will go to that Super Bowl with you. I've been waiting since 94 for the return. That's right. So Brad's a huge Chargers fan, fan of Junior Seau. Um, you know, the late junior Seau, one of the, the greats to ever play the game, definitely one of the greatest linebackers. And um, that tradition, you know, that San Diego tradition, I talked to some Chargers fans from San Diego. They're like, no, we're not fans anymore. A lot of Chargers people are not. So it's good. Brad's sticking with the Chargers despite the move from, you know, San Diego to L.A. And I think, uh, first of all, I love the Chargers uniforms. Like if you're into <laughs> if you're into picking a team by what their colors are, their uniforms, like that powder blue is really cool. Um, but... Uh, I think in LA they're still carving out a fan base and they're going to have to, and they're, you know, they're fighting the Rams and the Raiders, like I said, which makes it a little bit more tough, but we'll see SoFi stadium on a Sunday when the chargers are in town, what's it going to be like a SoFi stadium or, you know, the stadium in Carson where they were playing at dignity health, uh, which was StubHub. Um, you couldn't tell sometimes that there was an NFL game in town, which was crazy. Uh, but, the NFL is such a big show, and, and it's been away from L.A. for so long that I think a lot of people here, especially in L.A., they just kind of just got over it. It's like, whatever, football's not here. I mean, to me, it's like as soon as the Rams announced they were coming to L.A., and, and me, being an actor in Los Angeles, where I'm based as an actor, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to a freaking NFL season tickets. Gee. And then I saw the potential for Hawaii sports fans with SoFi. Um, and that's why it is a team. Of, it is at least the tickets of Hawaii sports fans. I'm not a, a season ticket holder anymore per se, but uh, Hawaii, season, Hawaii sports fans is. And I want to make that distinction because these are the seats. I want people that are close to our, our, our group, are close to 
our company to be able to take advantage of these and to get a good price for them, not have to worry about going to Ticketmaster and paying like 25% extra fees or something. So that's another thing that I, this is not about ticket. I'm not about tickets, I'm about the experience, but I'm, I'm helping with the tickets, I'm helping with the parking and everything else on the side as well. So check it out, hisportsfans.com. And uh, like I said, we have a lot of um, stuff coming up with uh, Hawaii Sports Fans events. I'm really hopeful that we'll be able to uh, get more people if you want to come along with us. L.A. Dodgers game, the L.A. Angels of Anaheim game suite. Uh, we have tickets still for that as well. If you want to do the whole tour, the VIP tour, your last-minute kind Hawaiian timer, let me know as well. Um, and um, hopefully we have you at SoFi Stadium. The good, the bad, the ugly, the wow. I think we, I think you guys know what the bad. Well, did I? The ugly was definitely the fight. We'll be on. <laughs> That's an easy one. The bad was probably the field play. Like the first preseason game can be bad sometimes, and it was wow. Like it was. There, there were some good plays. There were some definitely great athletes in the field, but it's hard. And I'm not saying like. A lot of these kids, quarterbacks especially, third, fourth, fifth string quarterbacks, they don't know the playbook that well. So there's a lot of you know miscommunication and stuff, but that's a preseason game. And you know, even as a football fan, even as a hardcore football fan like I am, I don't always like get super excited about the preseason. Actually never. Well, when the Rams played Aloha Stadium, I got excited because that was so cool to sit in my you know, UH season tickets and watch Hawaii or watch the Rams play the Cowboys at at Aloha Stadium. Plus, it was the Cowboys, too. You know, I think if the Cowboys had played this game at SoFi, it would be different um, because of you know, all the Cowboys fans here having the Cowboys had training camp not too far from here. Um, I missed that again in Oxnard. Dang it. Um, but that ended so fast. But having the Raiders in town, that's, another, that's LA's other home team, basically. Uh, there will be interesting to see what uh, the um, SoFi Stadium experience will be like. But mahalo for joining me on another night of epic sports and travel talk. Um, I've been, you know, this pandemic has really opened my eyes to a lot of potential, but also uh, just the difficulty of pulling a lot of this off. So I'm, I'm really hopeful people can take advantage of all the good stuff that uh, Hawaii Sports Fans has to offer, especially when it comes to the game experience that we do like no other. And um, mahalo for all for joining us. Check us out, our podcast. We're going to have a new one. We're going to have this on the podcast tonight. And we're going to have the podcast ready for your Friday commute by Friday morning. We're going to talk about every game on UHS schedule and even make some predictions. So check that out. Talk to you guys later. Aloha. Aloha.